Welcome to Integrative You Radio, hosted by Dr. Nick Carruthers and yours truly, Dr. Nicole Rivera. This is the place where you become limitless. We are covering the latest and greatest topics, of course, in a disruptive fashion around integrative medicine, mental health, and human behavior. We are also covering how those topics affect the human and family dynamics. We will be sprinkling in some truth bombs for our healthpreneurs so they can join us in our mission to evolve healthcare. If you are health curious and growth focused, you are in the right place. But buckle up because this is real, this is raw, and this is disruptive. This is Integrative You Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Integrative You Radio. So this is totally a random inspiration for this podcast. But I I live at the beach and we were on our golf cart the other day cruising around and there was an individual. He looks like he was maybe in his mid to late 20s and he was dressed in a full suit. And I think it was, a you know, 7.30 p.m., still light out. And he pulled up to the beach and he was walking in his suit with a box of food. And clearly he was going to go enjoy the sunset and, and eat his dinner on the beach. And it made me think about the phases of, of life, of entrepreneurship, of hustle, of success, of being career driven. And I know that this is very, very much relatable to, my entrepreneurs, but even individuals that chose the corporate ladder. And, you know, you get out of school in your 20s and you're excited to wear that suit. You're excited to to look the part. You're excited to apply everything you've learned and you're willing, you're more than willing to hustle and do what needs to be done to impress the people that you work for and work your way up the ladder. And even as an entrepreneur, you're you're just like, I am so stoked. I finally have my my degree or I have my business plan. I have my vision and no one is standing in the way of this. And I am going to bring it to life. I am going to work hard. I'm going to do what I need to do because I have something that is going to impact the world. And so... We are those people. We're those people that are hustling until 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m. We're grabbing our dinner, eating it out of a box, and we're fine to be wearing that suit as we meet up with our friends after work or we, you know, meet up with them to grab a bite of dinner. And so we wear this hustle and this busyness like a badge of honor. And we're so hungry for success, not always humble, but hungry. And we just put our heads down and do what we need to do. And then we hit our 30s. And honestly, the hustle starts to lose its allure. And we feel like we've been hustling for a while and we're not necessarily 100% where we want to be. Some of us are pretty far from where we want to be. And we start to feel a little lost, a little confused. And we still are making an effort to look the part, but we don't really feel the part. 
we don't feel the confidence and part of it is because we've been hustling and we're not necessarily making the progress that we hope for so the hunger is dissipating and we're just starting to rethink things and we we're no longer wearing that suit out or those fancy clothes uh that work attire out at night because we're too tired we're just so busy and now we've been so busy for so long that we're too tired to meet up with people at 7 seven thirty, or 8 p.m when we're finally wrapping up our work day because it's been the years of compounding that our bodies are like you're done <laughs> and of course that level of of burnout that level of fatigue is what gets us really rethinking is this what it's all about is this what it is because this doesn't seem sustainable but the beauty of it is if we can leverage that downtime if we can leverage that hardship I should say of looking back and saying I came in hot I was so hungry, hustling my butt off, doing what I need to do, and happy to do it. And then I did it for this long, and I don't necessarily feel like I am where I want to be. If anything, I'm busier than I ever was, and I don't feel like there's a fair exchange for how much I'm putting in. If we can look at that, take the time to say, what are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? What is what is the lessons that need to be learned? What is the wisdom that I need to gain from this experience? And ask ourselves the deeper question of who am I? Who am I meant to be? What do I truly, truly value? Do I value working so hard to solve a problem for humanity? Or do I want to solve a problem for humanity and have a purpose, but I also want to prioritize myself and my family and my friends and my relationships. And I also want to travel and I want to, I want to enjoy life. And if we can sit there and be really honest with ourselves and start to reflect on the things that are most valuable which honestly is our time and our energy and our relationships. No matter if you're, it's a romantic relationship, if it's a relationship with your friends, old friends, new friends, or even your, your family. You know, if we can figure out how we can prioritize our own self-growth, prioritize our time, our energy, and our relationships – then you can get into your later 30s or even your 40s with a massive amount of clarity while leveraging the wisdom that you've gained from the years prior. And obviously, if you are in your 20s listening to this, speed up the process. Do it quicker because this is just what I've seen because I've been friends with so many entrepreneurs. And I've been friends with many people that were very hungry and driven in the corporate world. And this trajectory is is just very, very familiar is 
you know, we we hit the ground running in our 20s and we do it. We do it. We keep doing it. And it's not until our 30s that we're like, what am I doing? And it's usually in the mid to late 30s or 40s where we we start to really prioritize what's important and we start to understand the value of our time and energy opposed to just the value on money. I think that a lot of us come out of school or even just dive into entrepreneurship because we have a family of entrepreneurs and we're very driven by the money and we're very driven by the luxuries that the money provide. And you realize quickly that you buy the thing. You know, you maybe maybe you make enough that you buy the really nice car, you buy the Ferrari. And then 6 months later, you don't really care. You know, you you buy the the Chanel bag, you buy the the fancy shoes. You go on a $50,000 vacation and then you don't care and then it's over. And you realize that those are not the things that make you feel happy, that make you feel joy, that make you have massive gratitude for your life. They're nice luxuries. And I think that it's important for people to experience those, especially if that's something you're interested in. But that is definitely not what creates success. And from my experience so far, it is not what creates happy people. So taking the lesson and the wisdom, it's it's being able to create your new experience because you are the creator. Don't ever forget that. You are 100% the creator of your reality and you have the ability to create whatever you want to create. But if you are an entrepreneur, you probably know that there is a loss for a gain. There is a death for a birth. So sometimes it's a matter of losing our own old identity of the hungry hustler and being able to re-identify with this new, more balanced person that prioritizes their time and energy. They classify their time and energy as their most precious asset and that they want to make sure that they are the best wife or the best husband or the best parent before being the best CEO or the best company founder. And being able to then intentionally use your amazing, diligent, disciplined work ethic to create that, but create it in a way smarter way than you have in the past. Because you've already learned at this point that It's not about the hard work, the hustle, putting your head down, tons of sacrifice. It's not that at all. And that's why there have been so many books by business gurus that it's honestly not even business gurus. It's the business gurus that took the old school wisdom from people like the Rockefellers, people like the Rothschilds, individual like powerhouse families that have created legacies and generational wealth. Not that we all agree or in alignment with those legacies, but overall, they are individuals that focused on thinking to create success or growing wealth, 
Think and Grow Rich is one of the most famous books out there. And so many business books of this day and age are iterations of that same wisdom and knowledge and concepts. But anybody that you talk to, you talk to any entrepreneur and they they say the key to success is taking a pause, being able to zoom out and think. Think about what's going well, what's going wrong. Think strategically. Give yourself enough time and space to be creative, to have a bigger vision than anybody else in your company, a bigger vision than anybody else in your industry. And don't be afraid to take risks, but make sure that you are able to weigh out the pros and cons, the benefits and the drawbacks of those risks. And so it allows us, all of the things that we go through in our 20s and 30s allow us to be bold. They allow us to be brave. They also allow us to get very well acquainted with what works and what doesn't work and what serves us and what doesn't serve us. And then that is what propels us into being more comfortable with this idea that it is about pausing. It is about working less so that you can be more strategic and more of a visionary because that those are the companies that that they're that's literally what they call they're called. When you read books by Jim Collins who has done massive research studies on the top companies in the world that have persevered in all economies and have left a legacy. He calls them visionary companies. And that is because their vision was always bigger and bolder than anybody else. And the only reason they achieved that is because they had people at the top that focused on thinking, pausing, and spending a ton of time on creating strategic vision. So for you entrepreneurs that are listening, I hope that this inspires you. And the last thing that I I do want to say is that if you are someone who created a business and you you don't feel like that business model serves you anymore, but you feel like, what am I going to do? Am I going to start all over? Like, am I going to throw this in the garbage? Like, I can't throw away what I worked for. I I really invite you to not be in fear of that. Because personally for myself, I created a great business and I really loved my business, but I knew that there, my business was serving me, but it was also holding me back. And It took many years before I was able to say that the discomfort was bigger than the comfort, meaning that the discomfort that I felt from where I was being held back was bigger than the comfort that I felt with the positives in the business. And I knew that if I wanted to get to the 2.0 version of myself as an individual, And I wanted to also create the 2.0 version of my life that I was more of a priority, my family was more of a priority, and I had more freedoms that I looked for, uh, location freedom being one, time freedom being two, that I needed to make a bold change. And that didn't mean abandoning everything I created. It was more about transitioning. And yes, there is 
discomfort that comes with that. Yes, there is loss, but there is gain. And it's not immediate. It's it's about knowing that there is going to be loss to be a gain. And it's about being prepared mentally and emotionally and even financially to weather the storm, but to know that everything you're doing is extremely intentional to create a life that is more in alignment with who you've become. Because 10 years into entrepreneurship, let alone 20 years or more, you change. You change as a person tremendously. The industry change changes, the economy changes. Like so there's so many reasons to pivot or transition. But really, at the end of the day, it's easier for us to pivot or transition when it's external. Oh, the economy. Oh, a a pandemic. But we're more reluctant to change when it's based on us, when it's based on our own personal transition. But if you can't show up as your best, and if you're just chronically stressed out, chronically burnt out, your, your business isn't serving you and you're not serving your business. And you're just going to be continually be beaten down because your business is going to continue to just have many highs and lows from finances to culture to turnover to operations, etc. If you can wake up every day so excited about the business that you have, the business that you get to create and be a visionary for, that's where the magic is going to happen. So don't be scared of bold pivots. Know that, of course, there's going to be a loss to be a gain. But if that gain is more in alignment with who you are as a person, the gain is going to be so much bigger than you can ever imagine. We thank you so much for being an avid listener of Integrative You Radio, formerly known as Integrative Wellness Radio. We appreciate all of your support. We love your comments. Please visit us on social media as well as our website to see all of the fun things happening behind the scenes and the new amazing content and courses that is being rolled out on a monthly basis. We hope to see you there.